You're going to meow podcast network. Hey guys, you're listening to Bless Your Heart. And this episode is with Lacey Wallace. You'll hear me uh, introduce her a little more, but I didn't go the full length at the time. I uh, just kind of wanted to chat with her and not do all the technical stuff. So here's all the technical stuff. Um, this is You Gonna Meow Podcast Network. Um, you can catch Bless Your Heart here at any time, as well as a Stitcher, Google Play, or on iTunes. Um, you can also catch some of our other shows. We've got The Boo Ha Ha with Emily Faye Coleman. Um, there's also VHS Vengeance with Dave Lowry and Nick Puente. Um, they're super fantastic. They make you love B-movies. I really love those guys. So you really should listen to that one for sure. They're so entertaining. Um, no Dog Radio, episode two is going to be coming up soon um, with the Vault Dweller. Um, he's just as strange as ever, so check in for that. Um, oh, his last interview was Tyler Lynn Mays. Um, watching Tyler try to reason with a crazy person is uh, interesting, so check out that. Um, also, we've got uh, Marriage Survival Boot Camp with me and Damon. We haven't done one in a long time. Sorry about that. Um, we kind of do those as we feel the need for them. Um so we've been working a lot so that's uh, probably why we haven't been able to get any of those down so enjoy this episode of bless your heart with Lacey. she is fantastic and she spoiled me she brought me a gift um the most beautiful halloween um like it's like uh, what is it a mermaid tail halloween mermaid tail um but it's you know it's halloween colors and cinema and so yeah now my toes are warm and my life is good so Here's the wonderful lady who made my life good and my toes warm, Lacey Wallace. Hey, everybody, this is April, and welcome again to another episode of Bless Your Heart. Um, today, I am here with Lacey Wallace. The, the middle name, is that, do I do I say the... Oh, the? I mean, you can say it makes me sound very, uh, I don't know, I think I sound like a country singer, if you include it. it it's Lee, right? <laughs> Lacey Ray. Lacey Ray. Yeah. Oh, that is. No, yeah. That's country. That's almost like, as good hi, as I'm Lacey Ray. I'll sing oh, you see, a ditty. Now, see, I was just interviewing... Um, uh, Amanda Deal. Oh yeah. Okay. Now that's the serial killer name. She's right. got the the three serial killer. You know, three names mean yes. a serial killer. I and <laughs> I don't know. I, when I posted her episode, I was like, surprise, I'm still alive. So she's not a serial killer, but. <laughs> so yeah. You're a local comedian in Portland. Um, yes. And you do the fun stuffs around I town do. like the rest of us. Um, are you going to be anywhere anytime soon? Uh, down in Salem. Uh, I don't. Do I have? Oh, I am going to be up here on the 31st. Okay. In Portland, August. 31st of August okay. for Comic Strip. Oh, cool. Uh, day after my 31st birthday. So come and give me all of your dollar bills, uh, please. Oh, I'll come. <laughs> yes. I'll come. I've been thinking about doing that. I've, I've like, I really kind of. Mm-hmm. it's very there's a part of me that feels like it would be invigorating yeah. and, re- and refreshing and freeing that's what i've heard i i felt a little like in talk like i wanted to kind of talk to jenna first and be like what's it like because mm-hmm. i was i was just kind of like i've literally never taken my clothes off on stage for anything uh but she was like yeah it's really empowering like everyone's really encouraging it's nice. great you feel really good afterward and i was like okay yeah i'll do it i was thinking about doing it. i was thinking about asking her if i could do it and uh, i want to buy some special like underwear for it did you buy special underwear uh i'm actually crocheting my pasties <laughs> right 
awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm going to have crocheted pasties. Oh, that is awesome. Uh, now, speaking of crocheting like undergarments, have you ever crocheted a bathing suit? Uh, I have crocheted a top. I haven't quite, I haven't done bottoms yet. I need to find a pattern that oh, I'm, I'm uh, what you would call blessed in the booty region. So I need to find a pattern that will actually cover any part of that. Uh, and then I'll, then I'll do the bottoms. But I did make myself a top. And then um, a year ago now almost, I guess exactly a year ago, I actually crocheted myself a uh, simple kind of uh, more simple Wonder Woman cosplay for oh, Rose cool. City Comic Con. So I made myself a strapless bodice and the skirt nice. um yeah it was really fun i got like a lot of people wanting to take pictures <laughs> i'm so jealous of your <laughs> skills i'm so jealous well, the reason i brought up crocheted bathing suits is because my mom made one for me when i was a kid oh and i was goodness. a teenager and then i jumped in a river and the um the the type of yarn she used expanded oh, and so no. it just kind of went and fell off of me it was great <laughs> It was great. Oh, it was man. not great. Yeah, I mean, no kidding. Yeah. I remember my brother looking over and going, why don't you have on a top? Why don't you have on a bottom? And I'm like, you know, and of course oh I'm gosh. like, I'm just, I'm just here to, you know, it's I'm free. No. no, but seriously, that's cool. I'm happy you're going to do the comic strip. That's yeah. awesome. So then I'll get um, kind of a firsthand, you'll have yeah. to tell me what you think about it, like your yes. feelings about being on stage and that sort of thing. Yes. So are you, is your, your boyfriend excited about it? I think he's, I think he's excited about it. Yeah. Okay. He, it's kind of cool. I mean, he's like the first partner I've had that's been like, yeah, just go do that. That's fine. Like most partners part. are like, uh, I don't know about other people seeing your body. Like, I mean, other people see it often. Right. But <laughs> you know, I think a lot of people are fooling themselves when they think that if you're dressed that people don't imagine like yeah. each other naked. No, that happens <laughs> all the thing that happens. Great. Now I'm imagining everybody naked. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's but me all the time. <laughs> no, but the, well, I, I've um I've been to a nude beach before. Oh, see, I've never done that. That was um, interesting. We got on a plane, went to Jamaica, got to the hotel, and realized that the 300 people we met on the plane were not anywhere to be seen. <laughs> but we were all going to the same hotel. Huh. And I was like, where the hell is everybody? Turns out everybody was in a nude part of this, the resort. Oh, my gosh. And Damon and I were the only two that were not planning on being naked the whole time. <laughs> and so, finally, um, after about... 12 hours and about four or five margaritas i was like Woo! Mm -hmm. and that, that was very freeing and but i've never done it like in front of america uh, americans that know me right you know so yeah like i'm gonna have to see some of these people at open mics later. yeah i know that's, that yeah. concerns me that's why it's, i've held off on asking yeah. and i've never met uh, jenna oh yeah she's awesome i've heard she's awesome i've never met her she's one of the people that's kind of on my list of like yeah i gotta go find this person and chat with them and get to know them because i've heard i should interview her for the i've had people yes. say you need to interview her for the podcast yeah so. she'd be a great one to have on we're yep. gonna do um we're actually co-producing a show and this is like new and in the works but we're gonna co-produce a show uh after the slut walk uh that's up here on the 8th or 9th it's a sunday um that will be the ninth um so it's gonna be after the slut walk the after party we're gonna do like storytelling and comedy and it's gonna fun. be a fundraiser with raffles uh for a couple organizations in town so i'm pretty excited when's the portland slut walk uh, September 9th. Uh, I think that 
the walk is during the day and then the after party i think is gonna be from like six to ten at funhouse that would be a hell of a way to celebrate my wedding anniversary oh, yeah that is my <laughs> yes. wedding day that's the day i got married in church that's, that's not the amazing. one we celebrate normally mm-hmm. we eloped so we celebrate oh, that that's, one that's awesome. but the church wedding that's our church wedding day oh that's so funny. Um, that's perfect that sounds like fun that's yeah. perfect it yeah. is perfect yeah I have so a, i think i'm gonna come up for the walk and then if you do let me know we should yeah. hang out yes, i'd love to introduce you i have to t- introduce you to my husband too yes. you'd really like him <laughs> i have a t- i have a t-shirt that says world's greatest aunt on it but it's in that font where the word yes. aunt looks like cunt and that's my <laughs> favorite word in the world so i should yes. and i should just get a poster that just says cunt with a big arrow yes. pointing at it be like yeah i'm not a yes. slut i'm a cunt no i'm sorry yes. i'm married that'd be awesome <laughs> yeah. i'm only his slut but right okay <laughs> That's you know what that's something that's interesting to me. Can I ask you a personal yeah, question? For sure. I can cut this out if you don't like no. it. Um, how old are you? Uh, almost thirty-one. I'll be oh. thirty-one at the end of the month. Right on. Well, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, that's I'm forty-six, and so I, I it's funny like it's, it's, the word slut was like the epitome of the thing you did not want to be when right. you were in high school. Like I only dated boys in other high schools because I didn't want. <laughs> that moniker at at school well there was some poor girl that i went to i'll you know what i'll have friends listen to this and then they'll go oh that was so and so there was a girl who was a couple of years ahead of me in high school and there was a kroger um Mm -hmm. grocery store down the road and i don't know if you remember in the 80s they Mm -hmm. had a a theme song that's let's go krogering for the best of everything (laughs) including the price Ah. that was this that was the thing that used to play on the on the tv all the time oh my gosh and so one day some poor girl walked to the grocery store with it dude who then came back and was like oh we did this this and this oh, which you know man. that and uh, if i remember correctly she denied all of it but of course nobody's gonna listen to her while listen to her right. when, when the football player says she gave yeah. him a blowjob behind krogering so now this poor girl she would walk around the hallways and that's what people would sing at her oh my god and stuff like i know it was horrible poor thing. i know so and so it was like I, I have this like um thing burned into my head like you don't want that moniker yeah. so now to see people like doing mm-hmm. that in the vagina monologues mm-hmm. and the slut walks and all that yeah take it back that's what i tell when people are like you can't say cunt that's a horrible word right. i'm like no. no it's not this is what you make it yeah it's what you make it exactly so exactly but oh okay so let's see i wanted to talk to you about crocheting and knit or do mm-hmm. you particularly crochet or are you just a uh, just um, crochet or do you crochet and knit i do both you do yeah oh. yeah i do both my you mom had someone teach me when i was like 10 so oh. i she, I mean, she had someone teach me she actually, my mom taught me, she doesn't remember this, but she taught me like the basic chain crocheting and then she taught me like a single stitch. Mm-hmm. And then I just looked at like patterns, like she would buy me patterns and stuff and I just looked at them and learned the rest of crocheting. Knitting is much more complicated. So she had someone teach me how to knit when I was 10. And then I just kind of like, I made a lot of things with holes in them for a while and then I got better at it. That's what buttons are for. Yeah. 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 You yeah, just exactly. put buttons over the holes. Yeah. That's yeah. what I do. <laughs> I tried to do, I tried to use um, a circular knitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I tried to do the, um, I, I got the Martha Stewart brand uh, loom knitter. That's oh, yeah. what they're called. Martha Stewart brand because you can make them different sizes mm-hmm. and you can also move the little pegs to get the right mm-hmm. um what's the word um stretch not uh, stretch gauge, gauge yeah. that's the word yeah. to get the right gauge on it and i was trying to make my husband one of this the uh um uh scarves from doctor who oh the, yeah. the big long one yeah. set the 11th the doctor fourth 11th, doctor is I it think, the fourth i think it's the fourth is it who am i thinking of 
Is it Owen the fourth doctor? Okay, but anyway, he loved he liked that one, the big long, you know, uh, kind oh, of yeah. ugly like browns and colors. yellows yep. and kind of burnt red <laughs> color. Yeah. And, I'm like, and it was and that's how I got carpal tunnel was oh doing gosh. that from the repeated motion. Yeah. Of so yeah, I was I should have just learn to knit it and yeah. i would have been better off so but yeah hey i have a bunch of knitting stuff that if you'd like <laughs> to have it you know what though do you tat have you ever done that i haven't my mom used to or my great i think my mom learned like very little from my great grandma mm-hmm. and i have always looked at it like with fascination because like people i don't know people look at like crocheting and knit stuff and to me that's that stuff is so easy and i'm just like okay i don't understand how anyone could could think this was like amazing but i look at tatting and i'm just like blown away and i'm like how, how tiny it is do you it? keep all of it straight how do you know what goes where what is happening <laughs> it's actually really really simple oh i'll trade lessons with you if okay. you want because that yes. is one of the things i picked up like I, oh, that's amazing my sister was like nobody knows how to do this your grandmother did it years ago and i was like oh let me look at the book and i did exactly like you did i that's looked at awesome. it and i was like wait a minute and i tried to learn the shuttle mm-hmm. and i can't do the shuttle now the shuttle gives you speed and i okay. i can't do the shuttle but with just two needles i can just and out comes lace it's amazing so cool yes and i know how to turn it and all the things how to keep it straight so yeah yes let's trade lessons we should trade lessons that would be fun we'll have crafting day i love that i have somebody else that (laughs) loves to craft yes oh so much all the time my crocheting goes with me everywhere pretty much so okay good see i like see i should do that i should carry it with me but if you came to my house right now you'd find like five craft projects they're all over the house so (laughs) that's amazing i love it i love it so i'm making you know i'm doing a show here at the we work building um everybody uh knows i have the that we uh record here at we work but i'm doing a show here and That's i'm so making cool. the backdrop <gasps> at home as we speak what that is yeah so and cool. the colors i have to show you the colors are pretty it's like blues and orange it's the orange like your oh of your thing here but that's kind of what it looks like it's like oh, blue so with cool. orange sunburst on it i like it that is really cool what i think i'm gonna do is like put like lights through it and make it put the yeah. lights through the front and it'll be on the stage i don't know we'll see how it turns out that's but really i'm cool. flying by the seat of my pants on that one yeah so, but that's we'll really pretty so tell me it's more really about pretty. you i'm sorry i'm talking about myself oh, no tell me more about you so you, how long have you been doing comedy um it's almost two years it'll be two years in october so okay i'm still still pretty new you're really good though i really enjoy oh, listening thank to you you're really funny so good good job oh, thank you i've I was not when I first started. Uh, I actually met my boyfriend doing comedy and uh, he has uh, somewhat recently admitted that when we first met, he didn't think I was funny. Uh, (laughs) But uh, because of his honest feedback, I've gotten much better. So (laughs) see, now you talk, that's good because you know, I was talking to my roommate. Do you know Gene DeWeber? I have not. No, I've not met them yet. He's in the comedy scene. He's pretty new to it, too. And uh, he's our roommate right now. And um, one of the things that we're talking about, like, he and I keep going back about is, like, he'll tell a joke and I'll go, hmm, it's not funny. And he's like, oh, and he gets angry. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't know what to tell you. People tell me my jokes aren't funny, too. Yeah. I don't, I don't it's know the only say. way you get better. Like, it really, it really is. It's, you know, you can't, I don't know, comedians are so strange and defensive and I'm very much strange and defensive myself of course but um but like you know we we treat these jokes like they're some like 
thing that we've worked on for like 10 or 15 years and we get so hurt when somebody <laughs> criticizes them and you just have to remember like i wrote this last week this is the first time i told it on stage like first time i have to i have to take this feedback because it probably makes sense i probably don't have the same perspective on this right. like so yeah. i kind of have to like tell myself that anytime somebody is like hey you should do this and a lot of time it's really bad advice you know coming from other people and i'm like no i'm not going to change it to that because that's worse than what i'm saying uh, but a lot of times it's like, oh yeah, that's a good, like I should add that tag or yeah, I should. Yeah. Sometimes you, know. you get a good tag out of things. Like, yeah. yeah. That's what's what I try. Well, sometimes like when you're talking to people and they get frustrated, like I do with Damon, he'll remind me, he'll go, I know that you're frustrated that I didn't laugh at your joke. He's like, but keep working on it. I'm yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like, you're getting there. He goes, you've told funny stuff before. You'll yeah. get it. And he's yeah. like, this just wasn't it. Yeah. Like, okay. Exactly. Yeah. It's hard <laughs> not to beat the snot out of yourself. This is a weird hobby. Mm-hmm. It's a weird hobby. Very weird. It, it's a weird hobby that you hope turns into something, but you kind of hope right. it doesn't turn into something. Exactly. It's weird. It's, yeah. It's, we're weird it's people. It's so weird. We're strange yeah. and, and defensive people. Yes. <laughs> strange <laughs> and defensive. I think I need to make myself a shirt that just, just says says strange st- and defensive. <laughs> All right. The <laughs> first person that gets to the screen printing, make the other one a shirt that says strange and defensive. Yes. 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 Yeah. Now, I've got connections. So. Do you read... Um, do you read comic books? Um, I do. I'm, I haven't been reading as many lately. I used to have a subscription box, um, but I, uh, had to stop picking that up for a while. So, um, so the comics that I was kind of, that I was following at the time were like Captain Marvel okay. and what else was I, uh, Squirrel Girl and oh, Squirrel. yeah, That's a good one. she's the best. That's cute. Um, and Bitch Planet, um, which is local writer actually. Um, and an artist I've met at Emerald city. Yeah. Emerald city a couple of times, um, which is really cool. And then those are like the main ones that I was really reading like all the time, but I enjoy like the smaller stuff, like bravest warriors and like all of that kind of, have you ever seen bravest warriors no, or I read any of the, oh no. gosh, it's so cute. It's this like group of, uh, teenage kids sort mm-hmm. of, um, and these like weird creatures in different dimensions that they come across, they like travel oh, through. Cool. Yeah, it's super cute. And there's this um, character called Catbug. It's literally a ladybug and a cat combined, and it is the cutest thing. Oh, I thought you it's said cat butt. So, oh, no. <laughs> That's right up my alley. Uh, but it is so cute. And Catbug like always helps solve the problem or helps them escape or like helps in some way. It's so cute. Have so, you have you heard about Boomerang? I have not. There is a there's a an app on like Apple TV and it's 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 own thing. It's called Boomerang and you get a monthly subscription like anything. And it's um, old cartoons. Um, It's got all the old Looney Tunes and stuff on it. Um, But um, and the reason that this connects to uh, comic books Mm -hmm. is I was thinking about. and actually, my original thought about comic books is it was just a subject to bring up. But now you made me remember a book from when I was a kid called Banicula. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Did you know there's a Banicula cartoon? What is adorable? Oh, my gosh. It is adorable. And it's current. And so oh, wow. it's written and produced now, like, uh, probably within the last couple of years. And oh, wow. And Banicula is... Um, 
uh, is a little vampire bunny mm-hmm. that sucks all the juice out, and it has the. It, but this has a stupid dog and a, a smart cat in it, <laughs> and they all hang out together. And oh, that sounds um, adorable. Yeah, and there's like a little girl. So when she and Benicula's her pet, so when she goes to bed at night, he comes by. He wakes up because he's a vampire. Aww. So so she's always asleep when he's up doing the the dog and the cat and the bunny around. Oh it's, my it's gosh. adorable. Uh, yeah, you should you should check. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, uh, just some of the cartoon, the comic books and stuff you 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 were talking about reading. Yeah, I think yeah. you would you would enjoy that. Yeah, so yeah, 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 totally. sure. yeah. No, I, I, I reason I bring up comic books is because I th- I think everybody has some sort of genre of comic books they yeah. like whether it's um yeah you like miss marvel or captain marvel mm-hmm. i always want to say miss marvel i always want to say yeah marvel, well she was miss marvel at one point so it's all a confusing history yeah it's very confusing <laughs> did you well see uh, most of the comic books and stuff i read was j- the weird alternative stuff from the and 90s you oh, know yeah. that's why i have like johnny the homicidal maniac tattooed on me <laughs> nice. and, and the reason that connects all that connects back to when we were talking about t-shirts you yeah. say you want a shirt that says strange and um <laughs> Uh, what was it? Uh, strange and defensive. Strange and defensive. <laughs> there was a comic book character, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, mm-hmm. that had on a shirt that says, Damn, I'm nasty. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I want that t shirt. So yes. if you make t shirts, if you get to it first, I want okay. a Damn, I'm nasty too. Okay. okay. <laughs> this is amazing. And then we, we should wear all these, like, Damn, I'm nasty and strange and defensive at the <laughs> slut walk. And then yes. everything's yes. going on. Everyone's like, What is happening? <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> we should make really weird signs for the slut walk just mm-hmm. to confuse people like i don't know i'm a slut and i love strawberries like people be like <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> oh i can't think of any super clever ones right now i can't either that's i think if cl- you just add like and whatever onto i'm a, I'm a slut, slut it would, could be very confusing make it unrelated yeah like, totally i'm a slut be. and i'm scared of the dark or I'm anything a, like that i'm a slut and my oil change needs to be done <laughs> just yes, <laughs> yes exactly. i'm a slut that needs an oil change <laughs> people might uh yeah bam pew, pew, pew. <laughs> i did finger guns for did, the yeah for the listeners at home <laughs> finger guns are my specialty oh there you go <laughs> oh hold on i'm gonna take a sip <laughs> okay so homeschooling Mm-hmm. So we were, uh, you were mentioning that we were homeschooled. So. Yes. Was... So tell me about this amazing world. So were you homeschooled your entire high school career? Not through all of high school. So <laughs> here's the here's the strange and storied history of Lacey. Uh, so when I was uh, in preschool, my parents put me in a private Christian school. I grew up very conservative. Uh, private preschool, private kindergarten my mom actually went to college for a teaching degree, so she was like very concerned about the education I would get. Um, so she was a meddler from the beginning in my in my education. Wow! <laughs> At least she had an education degree. Mm-hmm. A lot of people yeah. don't. Yeah. No, that's very true. Um, so after kindergarten, uh, it was going to be too expensive for me to continue going to private school. So they pulled me out and homeschooled me from first grade all the way through what would have been my junior year of high school. But then out of nowhere, my mom had like a, this like panic attack is the only way I can describe it about me not being able to get into college. And so she's like, we need to send you to public school out of nowhere. And so I was thrilled because that was something that I was always like, can I please go to, can I please go to public school? Wow. Just like, you know, for a little bit. Uh, and it, it had always been no. And so um, it they when we went to the school and showed them like the 
non-records of my grades that we had, I guess. They're like, well, we can't really accept, you know, everything. So you're going to have to do sophomore year over again. But that'll give you more time to decide for college and all this stuff. And I was like, yeah, I don't really want to go to public school for only two years. So my sophomore, junior and senior year, I went to a public high school down in um, Independence, Oregon. Okay. Called Central High School. So, and it was uh, pretty small at the time. My graduating class uh, started out at, um, at the time I was going. So sophomore year, I think we had 125. And by the time we graduated, I think we had 112 or 119 that oh, actually okay. walked. Yeah. So really small. <laughs> yeah. That's, that was my high school size. Yeah. yeah. Our graduating class was pretty small too. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so that was, uh, so I, I did like dance and sports, but I didn't, go to school like uh, there was no school interaction at all like except outside of sports practices and stuff Hmm. until I like walked in my first day of high school (laughs) crazy now how was that like that regimentation like you didn't go through a lot of regimentation all through elementary school and that sort of thing so how was it for you to sit down in a class for it was uh, it was hard at first well um because you know I at home I could be like okay I'm done by noon and then Going through, like, once I hit middle school, I was starting to teach dance lessons at the local dance studio. Mm -hmm. So I would finish by noon, and then I would just go to the dance studio and start teaching classes from, like, 2 to 4 and then go to my own classes. So it was, like, I had a schedule, but it was, like, my – it was, like, what I wanted to be doing. Right. It's much easier. Going to to a public high school and finishing all my work, you know, on on the quiz days or whatever, finishing all my work within the first 15 minutes and having to sit there for, like – another 30 minutes before I could do anything was like torture at first. But then, you know, when you go from being homeschooled to going to public school in high school, like it's seriously like mean girls, like people seriously ask you those questions. Like I got asked, like, are you a genius? Do you have any friends? Did you get to go outside? Like, what was your life like? Did your mom beat you every day yeah, too? Basically like, <laughs> do you eat? Like, what do you want? What do you like to eat? And I was like, are you kidding me? We're like 16 we're 17 years old. What yeah, yeah. Yes, I eat. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? But no, I'm not a genius. Um, but everyone really wanted to be on my teams in the like science labs and stuff because I am not good at teamwork. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> Being at home alone teaching yourself school for many years doesn't make you good at working with other people. Uh, but I would just want it to be correct. So I would just do the whole do thing. Yourself, yeah. I would just do it myself because I knew that if I did it, I would get a good grade and I wasn't comfortable relying on other people mm-hmm. uh, to a uh, super healthy, super, super healthy attitude. To have. <laughs> I have the same <laughs> attitude. I just came at it from a different direction, yeah. but I'm the same way. That even followed me into college. Like yeah. people would be like, okay, you've got a group project and you're like, yeah. And then I would stop everybody and go, okay, none of you have to do anything. You yeah. will get an A. Here's my GPA. No worries. And they're yeah. like, okay, cool. Free yeah. quarter. <laughs> I'm still like, I still feel uncomfortable even at work if they're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to get together in a team and work together. And I'm like, oh my God, no. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I'm the so same way. It followed me, continues to, continues to follow me. So <laughs> if you're going to homeschool your kids, send them to lots of group activities. <laughs> yeah. Le- teach them how to work with people. Yes. Well, see, I was, I told you I had brothers and sisters, but I was, um, I was born so late after everybody, they left home by the time I was really becoming oh, wow. f- into my formative years. So from pretty much from the time I started school and, and first grade 
everybody was gone. Oh, wow. So I was the only kid in the house. So I was raised as an as a only child. Yeah. And, I re- and being the smallest child, you're like a toy to teenage brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. So I was constantly having to deal with this thing where I'd go into school and I was like, it's all about me. And they're like, right. no, it's not. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, that would be really hard. Yeah, that 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 was that was its own weirdness in its own right uh, own way. But I came at it from that direction. So mm-hmm. thinking I was the I should be the, the center of attention all the time. Yeah. Eventually turned to like, look, I don't like the way you people do shit. Get the fuck away from me. I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah. And that's what that turned yeah. into. So, yeah, because yeah. it was like, if I could do it my way, why would I want to do it? Your yeah, way? yeah, man, exactly. I don't need your opinion. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I used to like be really, you know, defensive about it and be like, no, I'm not weird. I'm, I'm fine. I, I had friends and I, so I was socialized and all that stuff. But then when, when I like really sit back and think about it, it's like, yeah, but I was already set up for, for failure in that aspect because I'm an oldest child. So I'm already very much like, okay, I'm in charge. I'm, I know what to do. Like, I'm, you know, I'm the oldest kind of feeling. So that was already like enough. I didn't need the <laughs> at home alone in control of my schoolwork part to help me out on not being good at social situations. So, yeah. Well, can I ask a question? If you're the oldest yeah. in your relationship, is he, where does, where does he fall in his sibling order? He's the younger He's one of two, so he's the he's the baby bro. Do you know that that's the perfect combination? Oh, really? Your relationship <laughs> is the perfect combination. An <laughs> oldest sibling with a youngest sibling mm-hmm. oh, is perfect because awesome. um, he's probably a lot easier going. Um, or I'm sorry, you're probably you're probably more in control of things, but you're a lot yeah. easier going about how other people kind of flitter on their own way and so he can kind of do what he wants and it won't bother you yeah and that's, that's pretty true that's and that's <laughs> the way my husband and i are yeah, he's the oldest amazing. i'm the baby and he kind of likes to have kind of like an overall control of things but i can flit around and do what i want he's like yeah, yeah go have fun and yeah. it doesn't bother him yeah that's exactly how we are mm-hmm. <laughs> that's pretty much exactly how we are say <laughs> yeah. it was funny yesterday <laughs> yesterday uh david uh david liebehart from tim and eric was down in in salem doing a show and i had to work but i didn't find out about the show until uh tuesday night and i was like okay i'll just buy him a ticket because i can't go and so i just bought him a ticket and then he's like wait do you can you even go to the show because you have to work right i'm like yeah no i just bought you a ticket and he was like okay and so he just like went to it on his own and had a great time and then i was like yeah i just don't like i thought that i would just buy you a let you do it because and then they ended up live streaming it so i kind of got to see some of it anyway so it was kind of like i got to go a little bit but yeah so that's really funny that that specific example is yeah <laughs> is what we talked about it's it's a is it, well you know damon talks about being the oldest child in his family and how he's daddy number two mm-hmm. his oh brothers gosh, and sisters yeah. call him daddy number two. Oh and, man and there's a really great like easter video of my husband and his brother and sister and they're coloring easter eggs and damon is like conan you take the egg and you do this and you can hear damon's mom in the background and she's like damon let Connie color the eggs he wants to. And Damon's like, Ugh. he's so frustrated. He's like, oh, you're just not doing it right. So, yeah. The that's, older- how, that's how I was. I got, I mean, like my mom, I was a super responsible, super mature kid. So, like my mom would start leaving 
Like she would leave my brother home with me when I turned 10. It was like 10 and a half or whatever was when you can legally leave a sibling home with them. Mm -hmm. And then I started babysitting when I was 12. But I I remember this one time that my mom had just gone to the store and my brother was a little bit of a hellion when he was younger. And my sister was just wild, just a wild child. And so at one point she comes running out to me and she's like, not crying yet, but she's like got her eyes filled with tears and she just holds out her hand to me and she just had a pencil just embedded in her hand just by the tip, just the tip of the pencil, but it just embedded in her hand. And I was like, oh, my God. And I just thought in my little like, I don't know, how old was I, 14 or 15 year old brain? I was like, uh, do they still make pencils out of real lead? What do I do? Do I take it out? Because I know that sometimes when, you, when you're stabbed with something, you're not supposed to remove the item. I was like, oh, my God, what do I do? And I don't think my mom had a cell phone yet. I'm trying to remember. But she had been very in a very bad mood that day, so I did not want to call her and tell her that I had allowed somebody to get stabbed on my watch. <laughs> so I just kind of like, I was like, okay, it's okay. It's okay. Like also trying to reassure myself. And I uh, took the pencil out and just had her like hold a paper towel to it. And it, from what I remember, it didn't even bleed that bad. I don't know. It was on the palm. So I don't know. You must not bleed that bad for your palms, but, but it was so crazy. And then my mom got home and I was like, okay, so everyone is okay. <laughs> a parents were the worst thing you could yeah. ever say to a parent. Like first, everybody's okay. But, uh, Lindsay did get stabbed in the hand with a pencil by Bo and Bo's just like over going like, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to <laughs> like freaking out. And Lindsay's like, fine a little teary but fine but yeah she uh luckily she has a super high pain tolerance and i don't i don't really get grossed out by you know gore so <laughs> we survived we made it my siblings are all still alive you know <laughs> we're still here <laughs> yeah i didn't let anyone die on my watch you know it's a good it's a good childhood <laughs> everybody's lived yeah everybody's yeah. alive yeah exactly <laughs> Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess we can say that. Oh, no, I guess we can't say that about my family. Not everybody lived. My, oh, no. Um, I have a sister that died when she was uh, three months old before Whoa. me. Oh, before me. wow. That's why I'm so spoiled. Yeah. I sometimes oh, no think kidding. about this. Like, it's, you, you talk about like things that happened in the world that, that affect you, but you wouldn't know it. Mm -hmm. uh, the death of a girl five years before I was ever born right. just set my life on a certain path where I was, like I said, I was a toy yeah. to all my brothers and sisters. My mom said that... Um, one morning right after I was born, she was home and she like woke up and she was like, it was quiet in the house and all the kids had gone to school and it was supposed to be just me and her and I didn't wake her up. And so she ran to find, cause this was right. a nightmare, fawn, no baby, like yeah. not even, a, she was expecting a dead baby, but then she right. was like, wait, no baby. And oh then she, this is long before uh cell phone. She had to get in the car. She drove to Kusa high school and she had to go to the principal's office and she's like, call all of my children to this room. I got to see if they have my baby. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And sure enough, my brother came out and he was like, oh, we just thought it'd be fun to take her with us. And, my, <laughs> and the principal's like, why are you walking around the school with a baby? Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, they just took me to school with them because they felt like they couldn't. Nick was like, mama, I took her milk with me. And mom's like, oh, my goodness. You know, so, yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, so just over to think that you could just get away with taking a baby to school all day. You know, thinking about it now, if you look <laughs> back on it, uh, when my nephew, uh, I was 16 when my nephew was five. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I got a call from the school one day and they were like, hey, can you come and get him? I was in school. So I got out of school because they couldn't oh my find gosh. my mother and his mother. So I got out of school, got in my car, drove to his elementary school and they just handed him to me. Oh, my gosh. I never showed them an ID or nothing. I mean. Oh, that's crazy. And then we spent the day out at the mall when we played video games, ate pizza and had our pictures <laughs> yes. made. It was the best ever. Oh, that's amazing. We still laugh about that. My that and he got, he got. I had to go pick him up because he got in a fight. <laughs> And like as we're heading home, I'm like, you know, you're gonna get like get the snot beat out of you when you get home. And he's like, yeah, no, but we had a good day. And I was like, yeah, we had a good day. So whatever. He's oh, still my man. favorite nephew. Yeah, he says I bet. he's the one that sent me the world's favorite uh, oh, favorite aunt yes. shirt that says "cunt." Yeah, hey, yes. I love him. And then he Best. sent me the the coffee mug that has the little C on it and it says "unt" on the cup. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, because he loves me. <laughs> that is so great. Actually, that's the same nephew that uh, wants to do a podcast on the network. So I'm oh, actually nice. talking. He wants to do this like he wants to call it like the Cooter Corner or the con- <laughs> co- or, or Redneck Connection or something like that. He wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to tell him to listen to this. I was like, you're gonna have to name it the Cooter Corner or yeah, something like Cooter, that. It's been decided now. It's the Cooter Corner Redneck Connection. It's been that's decided. Cooter Corner. <laughs> yeah. You at least have to have a segment of it called yeah, Cooter co- Corner. Yeah. What would they talk about? That would be like the most, probably the most outrageous like uh, things that have happened in the South that week. <laughs> I think. Those are easy to find. Yeah. yeah. It would probably be exactly what, it's like the news corner. There you go. Like the what Cooter that is. Yeah. yeah. And it's all just redneck stories from like. Listen, I'm going to write your entire podcast for you. Dude, and go you're for just going to do it because I am an oldest child. That's okay. I'll do it. I'm a youngest child, so I can make it happen. <laughs> yeah. We're the, we're the perfect team. Aren't we the ones that get put into action? Like the older child comes up with the ideas. We then delegate. You delegate. Like you do this, you do this, you do this. And yeah. if mom asks, you don't know anything. Yeah. Right? And you have to ask mom because you're the cutest one. So you're going to go ask mom and give her the puppy dog eyes. <laughs> oh, you know what? When I was five or no, I was much younger. I was probably three, two or three. And we got a cat. And my dad was one of those guys that was like, there's no goddamn cats uh-huh. in the house. And they handed the kitten to me. And oh, they were like, course. go ask dad if we can have it. And we kept it. She was mine. We just put the kittens into my dad's arms and said, you can name them. And then, of course, he couldn't say no. <laughs> so he named them Cinder and Ella. Uh, Cinder? Was it a red cat? No, one of them was was like pure black. She had a little bit of uh, salt and pepper on her chest. But but so her name was Cinder and then Ella was a tabby cat. <laughs> yeah. Nice. He thought that was like the most clever thing he could have ever done, too, was naming them Cinder and Ella. Like he was like, this is so funny. So I don't know how I turned out funny at all. Well, my, <laughs> well no, you've seen the commercials online. You're going to become your dad. You know that, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, if he thought that was funny, that's probably where you get your sense of humor. I tell probably... plenty of terrible, horrible dad jokes. I do, too. So, yeah. Puns constantly. I wanted really to name ones. two ferrets, Luna and Tick. Oh, my goodness. But I ended up calling them Luna and Stola instead. Because my husband wouldn't let me name them Luna Tick because he's like, that's a dumb dad joke. <laughs> oh, so. I think it's hilarious. I it was, see? I think it's funny. See, you and I are meant to be sisters. Yes. That's what it is. Yes. Now, you've got the you've got the whole ginger thing mm-hmm. going on. Now, mm-hmm. I am a ginger carrier. Did you know that? Oh, you are. Yeah, we have yeah. we have carriers in my family. Now That's we awesome. don't have all gingers in my family, but what happens is is each little family unit usually spits one out. <laughs> so- 
Oh, that's amazing. So and what, you never know. And you never know. But it turns out that all the women in our family are ginger. Deborah had Deborah. My sister Deborah is the ginger in our family. Oh my goodness. And she had a daughter who is a redhead. Wow. Now my brother's kids. My brother didn't have any genders. He had all blondes. And then his daughter had a redhead. Oh my goodness. Red hair. Wow. Freckles, green eyes, the whole nine yards. Now I have the lightest skin and lightest eyes of everybody in my family, but I'm. I was born blonde and I went that weird kind of like weird sandy brown oh, color. Oh, yeah. 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 And I used to dye my hair the color of your hair when I was a, when oh, I was a teenager. Yeah. Because yeah. it, it fits my skin tone. Yeah. But you have the eyebrows. Yeah. yeah I have the... The, the non-existent eyebrows, were, yeah, eyebrows. my eyebrows were way more non-existent when I was little. In fact, my eyelashes were too, and people used to come up to me and like try to basically poke me in the eye but like they would be like do you even have eyelashes and i was like get your hands out of my face yes i have eyelashes are like, you kidding me? no it's it, being a redhead is really weird um because like people people honestly just think that they can ask like a lot of personal a lot questions. Of really weird questions to you huh. like when, when you're a child and also just like people just come up to you and just like touch your hair too like i had really long hair as a kid and people would just come up to me and touch my hair and i was like this is very strange but nobody's stopping it from happening so i guess i should just let it because i'm a child it was right. so weird yeah you don't know how to react to things so like that. weird so huh. now i'm just like i just kind of do the thing where you're like yeah i'm a redhead and you kind of just like Dude. fend away any hands that are coming at you now this is interesting now I'm starting a list because um, I personally like to gather information about weird shit that happens around me. And then when I start finding other people that have it, and I'm like, oh, we can start a club. So yes. now there's the hair touching club because yeah. I, I've always known that African-American people have the problem with people wanting to touch right. their hair. Yeah. And then I was telling Zane that um, and, he's, and he came up with the joke sitting here that he's going to start calling people with colored hair <laughs> colored. Colors. Um, he saw that I died laughing. So I'm a colored now. Yeah. Um. So um, <laughs> it's green and blonde now. But uh, so he came up with that. So I'm like, okay. So people with weird color hair, I have the same problem. People come up just the other night yeah, at a bar. I can imagine a woman walked up behind me, drunk as balls, took both hands and ran them through my mohawk Ooh. straight up and pulled it because I wear it kind of off to yeah. the side. And uh, she just pulled it straight up. And then I was, and then I, I reached up and did what you talk about, right. like where you reach up and push them away. And then I saw her coming again and she reached again and I had to reach up and catch her with a hand yeah. and be like, bitch, don't touch my hair. Yeah. So redheads have the same mm -hmm. problem. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. At least for, at least for me. Um, and I don't, I don't know if it was just because of the, like, length of my hair at the time but i've had another i have two friends that have redheaded kids and redheaded daughters specifically and and they said that it people come up and like ask about it all the time and and will like ask if they can touch it and they'll just be like uh no um what? which at least they're asking because yeah. they didn't do yeah. that when i was a kid but like at least they're asking but yeah it's just this weird thing of like you're unique. Let me like treat you like a, an exhibit. <laughs> it's just really yeah. strange. <laughs> and you know, it's really weird. I've, I've, um, I have a, a weird catch 22 with me, like with the facial piercings and the weird hair and the tattoos. Mm -hmm. Kids will love to ta touch tattoos. Right. That doesn't bother me as no, much yeah. as adults, but um, as long as they're not teenagers, uh, teenagers start to weird me out a little bit because you're yeah. kind of adult size and you maybe should know better. But yeah, um, yeah that uh, I invite uh, mm -hmm. Because of this, I invite people think I'm inviting them to yeah. uh, touch me. 
And yeah. I'm like, no. I get the same thing with my the tattoos on my arms because I have a, a rebel symbol from Star Wars, like a rose in it on my right arm. And I have the Captain America shield on my left arm. And people will just grab. And I have like a bunch of other uh, tattoos on my arms as well. But people will just grab your arms mm-hmm. and be like, oh, let me see your tattoos. Yeah. Instead of like just asking like, oh, can I see your tattoo without touching you? Right. And then I would gladly just extend my be arm like, and oh, show yeah, them. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like especially because I was, I was reading an article recently that was like, you know, my tattoos are not an invitation for strange men to touch me or I don't feel like talking to strange men about my tattoos or whatever. And it is really weird because that has happened to me so many times where it's like, Already it feels weird for a man you don't know to reach out and like grab you. But it's like, then you're like, oh, you're grabbing me because of my tattoos. So you literally think that because of, because I have a tattoo, you think it's fine for you to be like, hey, let me grab your wrist really tight and ask you about your tattoos. Like, how about you just not touch me and then ask? (laughs) And if I feel like talking to you about them, I will. Yeah. I wonder if people just assume that because you have tattoos or piercings or weird hair or anything that's unusual about you, I wonder if they feel like, because especially if it's something that you do to yourself, that it's something that since you're drawing attention to it, you obviously want attention. I think that's probably what it is, which is no excuse, but... That's what I try to remember when I try mm-hmm. not to break people's fingers. Uh, yeah, for for sure, for sure. It is very strange. There was there was one situation because um, I have a chest tattoo um, where I was at a brew fest and this guy came walking up and asked my ex. He's like, "Hey, can I read her tattoo?" And my ex was like, well, "You should probably just ask the person it's on." Uh, and he just looked like, "Oh." And then asked me, and I was like, yeah, that's fine. What? You're an autonomous woman? What the fuck? You don't belong to him? I'm so confused. Like, yeah, it was so... But So that was the weirdest experience I've ever had, but uh, also kind of the funniest. (laughs) You know what? In situations... I've had people come up and ask Damon things about me, and I'll be like, hey, look, you want to see my ankle? And they're like, why why are you showing me your ankle? I was like, I figure if you figure my husband owns me, I uh, I probably couldn't show you my ankle if I wanted to. So guess what? (laughs) There it is right there. Look at that sexy, Ooh. sexy bone. Oh, man, you <laughs> slut. <laughs> that was, okay, talking about the things that women go through, that was something I never understood, the whole, like, mm-hmm. covering the body to the feet. Like, right. what is so enamoring about an ankle? Ooh. Yeah. I put oh. a sperm on my, that ankle. Oh, my gosh. That's I always amazing. tell little kids it's a tadpole, Yes, though. of course. And then I had one little girl tell me that I should put a top hat on it. She goes, <laughs> he looks like he should be celebrating. And I'm like, yeah, he should. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Mr. Tadpole. <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> kids are great. I love kids. Yes. It's funny. I've gone. I My sister's going to hear this and go, what? Did she just say she loves kids? I, because I don't have kids. I'm I'm, uh, I'm child free on purpose. I'm like, I yeah. made a very conscious decision never to have kids. But I have found that I just love being the world's greatest aunt that's more fun and i'm just the world's greatest aunt to everybody like if it's your kid if i'm not related to you but your kid comes around yeah we're gonna have fun yeah that's kind of that's kind of how i am i do want to have kids at some point i don't know four or five year plan on that uh before i get too too set into just being an aunt but uh, (laughs) because it's uh it's happening i love man being an aunt is the best thing ever because Mm. you can send them back like yeah you don't have to take them home with you, but also like they're just, you just get to love them. You get to love them and spoil them and mm-hmm. like take them to do fun things that you know, maybe their parents wouldn't do. Exactly. Uh, and, and it's funny. That's and what I answer for. They're just so funny. My nieces are so funny and my nephews are just these like 
rough and tumble giant children that just crash into each other and you and like so you just get to hold them when they're tiny babies and then watch them grow up and do these awesome things Mm -hmm. and you're just like oh my gosh like my sister or brother like made you you're a human that came from them and i'm amazed that you were tiny and now you're big and doing things exactly what it's kind of magical it is it's kind of yeah it is and they have really cool little personalities i love going to my sister deborah's house in georgia because she has two granddaughters well actually she has three now she has three granddaughters and i'll go over there and i hide kit kats in her house the little single little tiny single ones and i hide them around the house and then every once in a while i'll get a picture on my phone of like a child (laughs) covered in chocolate and she's like i hate you and i'm like yeah she'll be up all night enjoy that oh that's amazing (laughs) that's amazing yeah my nieces are so funny like when when we go and see them the last time we went over to (laughs) well before so we went over on the fourth of july but the time before that that we went over there like we knock on the door and my my three-year-old niece just like opens the door and she's just like vibrating with excitement (laughs) she's just like jumping up and down like as fast as she can and she's just shouting like i'm happy to see you i'm happy to see you and she's just so beyond excited and then just giggling just giggled the entire time nice was like zooming around on the floor and she's like i'm swimming i'm swimming and and then my um almost two-year-old niece was is just like this serious baby who just doesn't like she's hilarious she's really funny super expressive but most of the time she just looks like she's not sure about you (laughs) uh so my one niece is just zooming around and then millie's just like standing at the couch just like watching everyone just like, what are you doing? She's taking it all Are in. you okay? <laughs> Do I trust you? Yeah. Naomi is a, she's a, she's a funny little, funny little lady. She's super petite too. So she's like the tiniest one. Aww. And then Millie is like <laughs> huge. Like Millie has been huge from day one. So it's kind of funny. I've always thought in my head, like Naomi's like the sweet little, like, hi, I'm Naomi. And then Millie's like, I'm Millie. <laughs> <laughs> just in a pair of overalls and pigtails, just like stomping through the house or something. <laughs> But yeah, That's great. I, I adore them. They're my favorite. And then my sister's going to have a third uh, pretty much any day now. So I get to be an aunt. I, I will have seven nibblings. Nibblings? Soon. Is that what you call nibblings them? Nibblings is the collective. Yeah, that's nibblings. the, that's the like proper collective term for niece and nieces and nephews together. Nibblings. The gender neutral term. And I just, ever since I learned that, I was like, I'm always using that. It's I'm going to call all my nieces it's and nephews nibblings now. So that's cute. great. Because they're so cute, you want to eat them anyway, so. <laughs> you know what? I just didn't, they are, yeah, my sister Deb, her, these are my great nieces. They're oh, man. freaking adorable. Little ringlets of and all course. that. Oh, yeah, so cute. So cute. Yeah, the kids are so, I enjoy them a lot. My, I have a friend here in Portland who has a little boy that I've just kind of adopted as my local mm-hmm. nephew. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I adore this kid. He's so funny. And uh, I love going over to visit because Damon, like, he'll take, like, little toys and stuff and, like, little plastic uh, spiders and he'll push them at my husband. <laughs> because he knows my husband's scared of spiders oh, and so damon cute. will play along and he'll go oh and then he'll go i say so and then that'll make atticus <laughs> giggle and it just which makes me giggle looking at them too yeah they're so yes. funny yes oh yeah. my gosh yeah kids oh, are funny great. So. wow they this are. is a kid positive i know i'm not normally kid positive i usually catch <laughs> a lot of flack for being an asshole about kids but oh i can be i can be a pretty big asshole about kids sometimes james often has to remind me like hey you know like they're they're children 
they're not supposed to be perfectly quiet, Lacey. Yeah. I'm like, but like <clears throat> the ideal child is just adorable and happy all the time. Right. It's definitely how my kids are going to be someday. Happy all the time, never crying, you know? That's how they that's how it works when they're when they're your kids, they're perfect, you know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. Kids are um I don't know. I don't I don't I've never been one to really expect kids to be like really good. I'm one of those people like I, I enjoy seeing them. Like when I would go Bucks. visit Jess and Vash and when Atticus was really, really tiny and he would hear us come in like late in the evening. I say late in the evening, it's like nine o'clock at night, which mm-hmm. is he's asleep or he's supposed to be asleep. Right. And then he would scream and I would answer him automatically without thinking. So he'd go, ah! And I would go, ah. And then, my, and then Jess would go, shut up. And I was like, oh, sorry. You know, and she's like, I'm trying to make him go to sleep. And I'm like, it's like, you're worse than having a kid. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I love that kid. He's a, he's a piece of work, too. That's he, awesome. He's a, oh, he started kindergarten this year. Oh, I saw man. her post a picture of him in kindergarten. I'm like, oh, I'm getting so old. So That's adorable. So how many nibblings do you have? Did you say five or seven? Uh, I'm about to, so the what, third, my sister's third will be the seventh. So okay, my two my younger brother, and then my younger sister, and then my baby brother doesn't have any kids yet. I don't know if he's gonna have kids or not, but it's kind of funny where like the book ends without kids right now. Yeah, (laughs) the two middle kids have kids. (laughs) It's I always wonder like if uh, the oldest kid in family is like they go for like my brother Nick like boom start a family immediately. Oh yeah, him and his wife divorced immediately got married again had more kids like I mean my brother loves kids. He's just like I'm going for it. Uh, Yeah, he's like and and even though he's the oldest and you would think he would be like I don't fucking want kids. I've I've had all these little brothers and sisters to deal with. Right. But now my brother went right into it and then. Me, the youngest, who didn't have anybody to look after, and I'm mm-hmm. like, mm, fuck that, I ain't doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done it yet, don't want to. <laughs> you know yeah. what? I have a very vivid memory. I have um, a nephew named Brian who's only one year younger than, or two years younger than me. Oh, wow. And um, I have a very vivid memory of being about five-ish, and he came over to visit, and him and his brother, who was really small, like a toddler, um, he, they destroyed my bedroom. I got mad, and I beat the snot out of him. Oh which is it's yeah. when you're talking we're talking about little kids yeah. so i mean it's as bad as a fight between a right. two a five and a four-year-old five and a three-year-old something like that right so um but i got in trouble for it rightfully so but in my brain i made that connection i was like uh, because my mom was like he's just a baby he didn't know oh, better yeah. and so for some reason i guess it always stuck that it was like well babies just get to do whatever they want <laughs> i ain't having it and then when i found out they wake you up yeah all the what? time like no all i'm not time. waking up for you i don't get mad if i have to wake up for the cat yeah like i'll throw shit at the cat i'm like get out of here you know <laughs> you imagine mom i'm hungry get it. out of here <laughs> just throwing stuff at child. throwing socks at the kid oh man i will squirt you with a water gun <laughs> <laughs> that's why and that's why april has no children yeah Ooh. can you believe this we are going into an hour Wow. We've been talking uh, approximately 45 minutes. Yeah. Probably a little more than 45 because we're at 54 and I don't think we put a whole lot of intro on this. No. That's crazy. That is crazy. So anything you want to put out there like to let people where to follow you if you want to get followed? Uh, um, Yeah. You can can find me on Facebook if you want. Don't. As long as you're not a big old creep. Uh, I am just under Lacey, Lacey Wallace. I think it says, uh, you can also find me as Lacey Bishop Wallace. Uh, and my Instagram is 
like my last name, but it's Walrus, so it's W A L L R A C E. Oh, I like <laughs> so, that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm at Walrus. At Walrus. <laughs> but okay. <spelled> wrong. <laughs> and so you're going to be starting your country career as Lacey Ray. Yes, that's uh, that's um, that's also my five year plan. So there you go. I'm working on my steel gu- steel string guitar. May I suggest that um, you get with Romy Woods, who's a guitar player. I interviewed him on here, and I started making up weird like redneck stories and he sat and played his guitar and made a country <gasps> song in the moment oh my gosh so if you want to hear that go back and listen yes. to the Romy wood episode you can I hear do that the song and I, if i remember it was like aliens it was like sex it was like getting abducted by aliens or something like that in the cornfield of love or something like that yeah, yeah it was really good it was really good yeah. i can't wait to hear this yeah, i'm gonna have to go back and listen again that was really yes. fun so all right well is there anything else you want to talk about um i didn't really ask you for a bless your heart story unless you have one on deck no, or I- don't well i guess i could just uh say that um i lost my virginity in a car in the parking lot of a walmart in salem oh bless your heart yeah (laughs) (laughs) we'll end on we'll end on that little tidbit about me so y'all know that now. Well, there you go. You've been listening to Bless Your Heart and uh, Lacey lost her virginity in a Walmart parking lot. Woo! You've been listening to Bless Your Heart on You Gonna Meow Podcast Network. 